Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Shut the front door. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Shut, shut the front door. Closet stories today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, closet stories. So I, I, I get. I bet you're wondering. I hope you are. Why? What is it? I think we're alone now. And what does that mean? Shut the front door. Well, Jesus was clear <laughs> in Matthew six when teaching us how to pray. He said, "But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door." He might even said, shut the front door. Um, he said, pray to the Father, which is in secret. And so you might have heard that was Tommy Jane's at the very original, uh, I think we're alone now. And then Tiffany with her amazing rendition of that song, I think we're alone now. And then you heard that shut the front door idea from an Oreo commercial. It was actually on their fudge creams. It made the whole idea of shut the front door famous. But it's something to keep in your mind the next time you begin to pray is what exactly did Jesus mean by shut the front door? <laughs> so, you know, the more you think about this, clearly C.S. Lewis, when his uh, actual classic book, Narnia, right, you might remember the kids went through a wardrobe. Well, have you ever given any thought to that was the old man's prayer closet? I think that's what he might have been alluding to. And I hope you have one. And I hope you've enjoyed those many, 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 many moments of rising early and getting into your closet with Jesus. And hopefully uh, you've given some thought to shutting the front door to kind of keep those other thoughts out and those kind of things. I've really been working on that all week. Uh, but I believe it's a, really a fundamental understanding on prayer, you know, that Jesus was passing on for those who had ears to hear. So as I pondered this idea, actually, uh, about the prayer closet, I struggled with the portability of it, right? Like, how do I take this everywhere I go? Like, you know, I don't want to be like Clark Kent, right? <laughs> Looking for a phone booth in an emergency, right? I see a child hit by a car or something happens, and I don't want to be looking for a, a phone booth to jump in so I can pray and shut the front door. 
So I, I, I started to do a deep study of that idea, as you might imagine, if you know me well. I like to look at words. And so I looked at that word that's translated closet in the King James Version. It's inner room in some other version. Somewhere it's just your room. But when you look at it closely, I think it probably would have been better translated. Uh, in Greek, it's pretty clear it's a storehouse. And actually, when you take the Septuagint back into Hebrew, you get the same idea is it's a storehouse. So I really began to ponder, like, what's, what's a storehouse about? And then I remembered in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, it says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, right? So our hearts, like our storehouses. So you know, that's where I keep my mom and my dad that have, you know, passed on, my best friend, my pets. But most importantly, right, when you think about it, that's where I meet with God, and it's also where I store his word. It's in my heart, right? And so that idea of being alone with God and then shut the front door, right? We don't have somebody coming into our closet experience, right? So... You know, you don't want all those things choking it out. So I know that you probably, like me, have lots and lots and lots of stories. Actually, this show itself came out of my prayer life, no doubt, that I, I was a car dealer. The last thing I would have ever thought about was being on the car. I would, I would be having a radio show. And so it's itself a closet story, but I would love to hear your prayer closet story, um, whether that was on the move somewhere or whether that was sitting alone you know, in your prayer closet, however it happened, I bet it happened in your heart, and I would love to hear the story, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Well, the one, although I, you, I probably have at least 10 of them a day, I hope I have more than that, but the one that sticks out at me was I had a, someone very, very, very near and dear to me attempt suicide one night, and I ended up in the hospital with her until early the next morning and that didn't it it she lived and 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 certainly that was a big answer to prayer believe me that in itself was a a closet experience but that was huge but the relationship with this person um seemed to grow dark they they made it really clear they didn't want me coming back to the hospital to visit them which really broke my heart because i'd spent the whole night you know hoping that you know they'd be better etc cetera, etc cetera. and then the next day, my uh, <laughs> daughter uh, was moving from apartment to apartment. My son had lived with her, and and he'd left some marks on the walls, some stuff that we had to fix. And so I ended up helping my other daughter move um, for a long time, right? And, and so I didn't get home that night. And by the way, this was in January. And I didn't get home that night until like, oh, three in the morning or whatever it was. And when we got in the house, Nick, there was no heat. <laughs> and it was like 17 degrees. And I was like, really, God? Like, after all I've been through for two days and now no heat, right? <clears throat> and so I frustratingly just went to sleep. And the next morning, as is my habit, I got up to get in my prayer closet. And I got my coffee and I was wrapped up in a blanket and it was freezing cold in the house. And I just looked up and started praying. I was like, okay, God, the gloves are off. You know, like I am not just particularly happy with you right this minute. And <clears throat> I'm not at all, you know, 
trying to understand, you know, all my blessings here. I'm trying to count them, but I just don't see them. And and the more I thought about it, <clears throat> I just tried to get to that place where I could shut the door and just be alone with him. But I, all I could do was get more frustrated about how cold I was or all that I'd been through over the last 48 hours and all these things that had to do with me. And then all of a sudden, through the smoke and the fog, I went, wait a minute. That person that I loved lived. <laughs> like, what? Like, how could I not see that the single most important event of, the, of those two days that could possibly have happened in a billion, million years for me was that person that I love lived and, and, and actually, you know, went on to <laughs> live long and prosper. Like, oh, my goodness. Uh, and I've never forgotten how the war smokes over your eyes. And when you finally get to that place in the closet, when you get the door closed and, and you're alone with him, then all of a sudden, all sorts of amazing things happen and understandings that you can only have in your heart. You can't, you know, get all that figured out in your mind, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's there within your heart. So, you know, I bet you've got a story, and that's, that's kind of where I'm going today. Like, what does that look like for you? 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share, 866-34-TRUTH. And as I said, the, the show itself is a result of prayer. Like I was uh, in the year 2006, I was praying hard for some other things like financial things that had to do with our dealership at the time and making payroll and a bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with being on the radio when all of a sudden I got to that place where how, somehow or another we shut the front door and God clearly said to me these words, I want you to get on the radio and share what breaks your heart every day. <laughs> and I was like, you want me to what? He said, I want you to get on the radio. And I understand I was a car dealer, no thought. Like I, and I was like, have you heard my voice, God? I'm, I, you, people go to college to learn how to talk on the radio. I'm not your guy. This, I don't know anything about radio. I don't even like to do commercials. He goes, no, I want you to get on the radio, and I want you to talk about what breaks your heart every day. And, and he knew you know, that that was people at the time going to debt and all sorts of crazy things. And, and interestingly, you know, to this day, I get on the radio and talk about what breaks my heart every day, which is mostly people not walking with Jesus in their closet. I mean, you know, the, the more fun you can have with Jesus in your closet, it breaks my heart that we're not all doing that, especially, you know, those people that are close to me, even me, that I'm not doing that as often as I should be. But clearly that was what he said. And so I heard a sermon once that if uh, God calls you to do something, he's going to swing the door wide open. Well, I thought, I don't have a radio show. I don't know anybody in radio. And all of a sudden it hit me that I did know Stu Epperson. So I called him and he said, oh, that's the best idea I ever had. And thus was born the Christian Car Guy Show. What's your closet story, right? Your prayer closet story, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
front door. The closet stories today on the Christian Car Guys show. And I think we're alone now with God. And what does that feel like? What does that happen in your prayer closet? I would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. And actually, in my own case, another closet story is the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, and from that came another part of the Jesus Labor Love, which is sometimes... We've been able to donate cars when people donate them to us. And so we have a young lady in Dallas today that has a real struggle that I, hopefully we can all enter our closets and help. So, Jill, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so grateful that you called in, and I understand you, that you've had quite a, a, a time in your prayer closet yourself. With Have you been on the mission field on some things, I understand? Uh, I've been on the mission field, and I work for a nonprofit mission organization now, and I have for the last uh, seven years straight of my life. And then I had a short unemployment stint, but previous to that, I was also working in the mission field. And so it's been about 10 years total of my life so far. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And so, unfortunately, a crisis happened, right? I understand that your Toyota has something out of the engine yes so uh my husband and i have a 2012 toyota highlander and we had gotten it about six months ago from a private owner not a dealership after the car that we had been driving was totaled in an accident that was not our fault and so the other driver's insurance company had given us money to buy a new car, but of course that's never enough. And so actually my parents let us keep that money from the insurance company and I paid off some debt that we had. Um, and as I'm speaking to you at this very moment, I'm completely debt-free for the first time since I was 18. Oh, wonderful. That's that's awesome. uh, Which feels amazing. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we bought this Toyota Highlander from a private owner, and it started having car problems about a month ago, and so we took it into one mechanic, and his assessment was, I think it needs a new engine. I think your engine is shot. And so we took it to another mechanic for a second opinion, and he gave us, the second opinion that, yes, your engine is shot. Um, and so we've only had this car for about six months since the accident. And now we're in a position again where we have to buy another new car. And I certainly don't want to go back to my parents and ask us to buy, ask them to buy us another one. And so I'm in a situation where I'm looking at taking out a loan to rebuild the engine, taking out a loan to buy a new car. Um, I'm just really asking Jesus for wisdom as to what the best thing is to do. Right. And and what year is the Toyota? It's 2012. So it's a 2012 Highlander, and my understanding is they told you it'd be like $12,000 to put a new engine in it? Yes. That's what they told us for the price of the rebuilt engine, and I'm guessing the labor. Right, and and actually, Steve Jumper, a friend of a friend, apparently got up with me, and he was like, "That seems crazy expensive." And what's happened? 
unfortunately for all of our listeners that, that may not be aware of it, it it used to be that that wrecking yards would save a lot of cars and they would be a lot of used parts and all that stuff was read, readily available on older cars. But when all of a sudden, you know, they had that whole cash for clunkers program, the junkyards all began to learn that there was a whole lot more money in crushing cars than there is in saving them and selling them for parts. And, and so it started a huge trend of, of, of wrecking yards just crushing cars. And so there was nowhere near the availability of used parts there once was nowhere near. And of course, as the availability goes down, prices go up, especially of engines. And so, you know, my, I'm willing to bet that just, to, you know, because whether you're rebuilding an engine or you're getting a used one, you got to find a used block somewhere. And that used mm-hmm. block is usually going to used to come out of, you know, many of these wrecking yards and whatever, and then they'd rebuild them and then they would sell them. But again, as the supply of the cores <laughs> went away, then the prices were driven up sky high. And so, you know, when he gave me that, that estimate, I said, that's not crazy. Unfortunately, that, that seems realistic. And so you can't help but go, gee, for $12,000, you could probably get some pretty decent transportation. But I understand in your case, there's another challenge, right? That, that I, yeah, I don't drive a car. I live with cerebral palsy. Um, and so I do walk but it's very awkward. And another thing that cerebral palsy does is it gives you bad proprioception. So that's the sense in our body that gives us a sense of direction, how our body moves in space, depth perception, all of those things that are unconscious for us. Um, And you need really good proprioception when you're driving a car, especially when you're going 65 to 80 miles per hour. You need to know where the center of the road is. Especially Uh, in Dallas, Texas. I mean, where you live. Especially (laughs) in Dallas, Texas. If you've driven on those uh, roads, oh my goodness, I I do not envy anybody who drives those. Like, man. And my body and my brain doesn't know any of those things. Those kinds of things are not intuitive to my body. I can learn them consciously, but it doesn't translate well to driving. And so I've never driven a car. And so my husband drives me everywhere I need to go. Um, In addition to that, he works. And so we have one car. uh, And then we have a three-year-old son. So 90% of the time when we get in our one car, it's the three of us because all three of us need to go somewhere. Right. So we have all sorts of of things we're going to do, including pray when we come back. So Jill, you can stay with us here in the next segment. Uh, We've got to go to a break. I hope you can, right, Jill? Yes, I'll be here. Okay. And when we come back, we'd also love to have your story. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
front door. Closet stories today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and we're talking about prayer closet stories where you shut the front door and you got alone with God, and it's amazing things that can happen. I've seen it so many times. I've seen it daily and hourly and all sorts of things. So we have Jill on the line with us in Dallas, Texas, and Jill is... If you missed the last segment, by all means, go back and get the podcast or, uh, you know, you can listen on the Facebook feed that, you know, it's all being filmed too as well these days. So you can listen at ChristianCarGuy.com, so many different ways. Um, but her story is such that, that you know, she's in Christian service and is, is struggling with cerebral palsy and several other uh you know, distressing things that are connected to that, that her car, unfortunately, or Toyota has, the engine has given way and needs to be replaced. And the bill on that may be $12,000. And so, you know, she's kind of caught in that place where she got herself out of debt, but now she's facing this horrible problem. And and they called and, and see if we could help. And certainly uh, it's one of those things that the Christian Car Guys show is kind of like an opportunity for... <laughs> you to help. In other words, all of us are going to help in a minute as we pray, but but also there may be somebody out there that has some resources in Dallas or may have some answer or even a car. Like I, right now, honestly, we have a car in Ohio that was donated to us, but unfortunately we don't have anybody with a with the transportation to get the car down to where we actually have need of it. And so, you know, you may have that. And if, in other words, if you want to take part in this, uh, and I'm so grateful for your listening. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, it's pretty easy to type it in, ChristianCarGuy.com, you're going to see there the Jesus Labor Love tab. And under the Jesus Labor Love tab, it's pretty easy to contact me by phone or anywhere you want to contact me. And, and I always take everybody's calls. I don't, that's my personal cell phone and I'll take your call. I would love to talk to you. Um, but there you can you know, say, gee, I've got a car. You can, there's an application. If you've got a car that you want to donate to the ministry, if certainly if you're in Dallas, that would be awesome. Or uh, if, if in any way you want to participate in the Jesus Labor Love, again, go to christiancarguy.com and there you can find all the contact information about me, et cetera, et cetera. And again, other prayer needs that we have. But Jill, if it's okay with you, I thought we could certainly pray over your situation right now. Would that be okay? I would really love that. Okay, so Jesus, thank you for Jill. And wow, it takes such courage, Lord, we know, to admit we have a need that's beyond us. And, and so I'm so grateful for Jill reaching out and, and taking that step of asking you to come to the rescue. And I thank you for all those, you know, cattle on the hill and all those, those, those riches that you have given all of us in order to help in this particular situation. So Lord, I pray that this message would get to those people that can help and will help. But most of all, I, I pray that it would all help our hearts to see our need for you and our need to get alone with you. Um, that, that only you can meet our needs and there are needs great, greater, much greater um, than what we're faced with here. But Lord, we know that you care a lot about this and you care about her situation. You care about her husband and certainly her three-year-old son. So I pray that you would come to the rescue for Jill and, and help us to um, see what we would do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, God bless you, Jill. And um, I, I'm sure that Nick got all your contact information so we can get up with you as we hopefully yeah. get some help. So God bless you. I appreciate your time so much today and and looking forward to what God's going to do. I know he'll do something. Yeah, he me does too. it time and time again. So now I just wait. 
Oh, thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Yep, thank you. So we also have Miss J in Greensboro, North Carolina. So Miss J, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. You have a closet story for us. I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> well, you know I'm always in the present tense <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> um, when the last time you remember, I sent you a, a, a text posted card. Remember that? Um, yes. About joy. Okay, I sent a lot of people. I sent Scott one out, one two, just people you know that in my life presently. And three days after that, I was evicted out of my home um, because of moving out on medical leave. Uh, the checks weren't coming in like they were supposed to, and they decided for the next month that they were not going to uh, renew, renew my um, contract for the, the next month. So when the money did come in, I was trying to um, convince them to do it. And so I gave them like $1,400 and they took the $1,400 and still evicted me. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I'm outside with my cane and stuff. You know, I had just had surgery. Um, and I'm like, Lord, what, what was weird before that even took place? Um, three days before that, um, I, I woke up out of a dream and I stood up and said, you're leaving. And I, and I knew I've been trying to get to see my mom because I hadn't had a chance to tell you guys that my mother cancer had returned and it was at stage four now. And they're going to be needing me to come there and switch out with my brother mm. who comes from California. And um, I'm still trying to get there. So uh, long story short, um, I was like homeless for a minute, standing outside. I called my grandson and he comes to pick me up and, I'm sitting, and I, God said, go eat. So I went to my place to eat. And after I was eating dinner, when I was eating dinner, a lady came um, when I was getting ready to pay for the check. Now I'm homeless now. <laughs> my stuff is still in the place. They tell me I can't pick it up until next um, um, the, the following week, and then I have to get everything out from that point. And um, so I'm sitting there eating. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, I'm seasoning the word. I don't know what I'm going to do. And um, I'm while I was sitting there, the, the check came to me. She said, um, and I said, oh, okay. I gave her my card. And she said, well, she said, it's already been paid for. And I was like, what? He, he said, yes, it was already paid for. So I said, oh, okay, thank you. So I get out and I cried going to my car, sitting in my car, like, okay, well, what am going to do now? You know, <laughs> by this time, it's like um, seven, eight in the evening. And so I'm sitting there and I'm praying, 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 praying. And then he tells me to call a friend. Her name was Nicole, and she said, sure, you can come over to my place. And so um, I ended up going over to her place in random um, and staying that weekend. And then, um, the, you know, I'm a school bus driver. Right. And I haven't been back to work yet. But um, it's taking a lot of courage for me to tell you this. And that's why I haven't been on the, on the thing, like, because I'm still in the midst of all this, in my prayer closet, really. Um, and her name was Nicole. He asked me to call another Nicole, and she was one of the students that had been on my bus. For three years, I've been driving her children from kindergarten up to high school. <laughs> and they heard about what happened to me, and they all prayed, and they said, we want you to come stay with us, Miss Jay. And they gave me a room, which is where I'm at now. And um, I'm just like, I'm so, so grateful I'm grateful we were not the whole that took place. And another thing was the card. Um, the card I have is um, um, not working. They said it's going to take about 800 um, to $1,200 to get it fixed. So it's been sitting. 
So I've been getting around, you know, pillar to post with, with people. Um, they released me to go back to work on my last thing, but I still have to have surgery on my right knee. But my, when they released me, they released me with restrictions. And so they don't have anything for me to do at the bus place because um, I'm a driver. Right. So I, what you have to do is wait. You just wait. You know, um, you just kind of wait. So I'm waiting it out for my surgery, my right knee surgery. And so, so Miss J, from what I understand. I need prayer and I need prayer oh. for my mom because I got to yeah. travel back and forth to her. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get there. And then um, so, so. I have like. <laughs> go ahead. You had said she has cancer. And remind me your mom's name. Dorothy Kill. That's right. So, mm-hmm. and what kind of cancer does Dorothy have? And she has colon cancer. And um, when I talked to you last, it was all clear, supposedly. And when she had her last checkup about two weeks ago, um, they told me it was back. Well, and it spread to her lungs. Uh, and she has stage four now. We've got lots of, uh, you know, I want to pray. Um, certainly, I'm so grateful. I really am, Miss J, that you would call, you know, about... A month ago, I had a young man on my show um, who'd written a book. It was quite quite a story. And a lady called in to answer my riddle on King to Pursuits. And in talking to her, I sensed that she needed prayer. And as it turned out, she had cancer, actually stage four. And she was wow. really, really, really. And, and I had shared with her my own story of how God had healed me through cancer and the man that came and prayed over me talk about your prayer closet story and so you know right then just like i often do i prayed with her and for her and two weeks later she called back and although she wasn't even supposed to live those two weeks she was in remission and she was just praising god and i'm still just like god i you know how awesome that you came to her rescue for that and I know it wasn't just me praying, because the neat thing about this, uh, Ms. J, is when we pray on the air, you know, we got all these people praying with us. And so I have another huge um, story, Miss uh, Ann Alt, who does Christian Car Guy Theater. We're going to pray for her, too, when we get back. So we got all this opportunities to be in our closet when we come back with Miss J, and we're going to be praying for Dorothy. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Closet stories today on the Christian Car Guys show. When did you get alone with God in his closet, shut the door, and went off to Narnia, whatever that looked like in your life? Uh, and and sometimes, you know, it, it, it's more than amazing, but often we have the opportunity to um, pray for others. And and so we got loads of that opportunity today on the Christian Car Guy show. We've got Miss Jay with us and, and you heard her story about trying to work through her job situation and and um, trying to get back on her own feet with, with as far as her housing. But again, the wonderful praise for the family that helped her. But also her mother, who's got stage four cancer, her name is Dorothy. But I wanted to make you aware of another urgent need from my standpoint. Miss um, Ann Alt, many of you who are Christian Car Guy fans would know her well as one of the main voices of Christian Car Guy Theater. Actually, uh, she was instrumental in helping me all along to get other actors and actresses. She's one of the writers, all those things, called in for years and years and years. Well, I, you may wonder why we haven't come with an episode in some period of time. Well, besides my busyness, the other thing is that Miss Ann has struggled with her computer, and little did I know that part of the reason that she was struggling with her computer is she was having trouble with her mind. 
And as it turns out now, yesterday she had an MRI and they discovered a brain tumor. And so we have an opportunity to, uh, uh, she's so near and dear to all of our hearts that we can pray for Dorothy, we can pray for Ann, and we're going to, again, pray for Miss J. So, Miss J., you still with us? Yes, I'm still here. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. So, listen, Jesus, thank you, thank you for this closet. And I pray that all of us can get in there alone with you right now and shut the door so that we can be there with you in our hearts. And and I do want to pray uh, for Miss J's mom, Dorothy, is she's got to be scared and, and it's got to be so hard. But Lord, I pray that she would come under the shadow of your wings as would Anne in this time and, and that you would tell, touch the cells of their body as you did mine and, and as you did the wonderful lady that called in a couple weeks ago, um, yes. that, that you would heal them, that they would be restored to the vigor and, and that they too would just give glory to you as you're the hero of the story. And, and we know, Lord, that they will be healed um, We no matter what happens, as we all were, Lord, as, as your will would be done in their situation. But Lord, we just want you to know how much we love them and how much we love you. And, and we'd still like to share some more life with them if that's possible. Although we know we'll get to do that for eternity. So thank you for that. I, I do pray for Miss J and her situation, Lord, that you would make a way where there seems to be no way. And, and, and the same for Jill, who, who, who called in early, Lord, there seems to be no way, but you know the way. And so I just pray that everybody would sit back in amazement as what you can do and only you can do. And I thank you for the faith that we have to turn to you and for the courage that Miss J has to ask for help and and certainly Jill. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. (laughs) You know what, Brother, I'm just pregnant with success. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's a fruitful idea. Yeah, that's exactly what happens when when you get together with God. You know, you bear fruit, and that's the deal. And you know that fruit is the pomegranate, right? Yeah, so, I do. I'm six... going to do a book on that. Um, and I I wanted to say too, I I um I gave my turned in my my first book um, to Christian um, Christian Faith Fellowship on yesterday because. I'm there and I'm like, you know, maybe some of this stuff I'm holding back then has to do with me, with some of my future. <laughs> so um, I, it was some things I've been, um, since I've been um, out of work, I've been writing. Okay. Oh, God's been showing me things. So, you know, um, one of the books is um, uh, The Starfish That Wanted to Roll. It's actually about my life a little bit, but I put it in character type situations and um, with other people helping. But I submitted that. So you please be in prayer that whatever you know comes from that, that, yeah, we'll, we'll, that too. we'll get you back on kingdom <laughs> pursuits when when that gets published so people can find out about that well as always we we're so grateful for your call miss jay i gotta run but thank you so much for calling in and for sharing with us again you're such a blessing thank god you. bless and, and and how's your wife doing? That's what I meant to ask you about her knee. She, she had both knee, knee surgeries, and she's actually pain free for the first time in a couple of weeks. Oh, and yes. she's walking I'm around sure. like she used to. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can pray on that. Thank you, Miss J. God bless. <laughs> God bless too. All right, bye bye. So I actually have another prayer need I wanted to mention today. I God's kind of put it on my heart to. Um, do some stuff with car clubs. So this is a car show. And it appears to me that what we need is the Christian Car Guy Car Club, somebody that would help me, because it just honestly, I've got a lot going on right now. Uh, I'm the pastor of West Asheboro 
Baptist Church, and so I've got a lot going on with that and a lot of things going on. So I need some help with somebody that loves car shows, loves doing car shows, or is a car club member, because what my vision is, what God's clearly put on my heart, is to create the Christian Car Guy Car Club, and also a place at our website where people could find car shows and that kind of thing. In fact, we're going to try to plan a car show at our church um, in in West Asheboro. Uh, so again, if God's put that on your heart, like, oh, Christian Car Guy Car Club, I'll jump all over that. Well, by all means, again, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You can find a million ways to contact me there, especially if you just go to Robbie. You know, there's a tab that says Robbie. If you go to the bottom of that, it's got my cell phone number, my email, all that stuff. Feel free. Because again, I'm praying, praying, praying that God will rise up, raise up that person. Like I have Scott for the Jesus Labor Love, and he does so much to help me with that. And, and, and through the years, he's always brought people to Christian Car Guy team that do so many wonderful things. And, and I really feel like he wants an association of the Christian Car Guy Club, and the only thing you need to do to be a member is, is to be born again Christian, to have that relationship with God that, that you too uh, would be able to you know, come into that closet. So I also wanted to mention that you know, part of the reason that I was, had this whole study on the idea of this closet and shutting the door is I've been doing a whole series on prayer at West Ashboro Baptist Church. And so I've been doing it all month, but I'm finishing up tomorrow morning with the Sermon on the Mount's version of prayer. In other words, Jesus is going to teach there to pray, not because the disciples ask him how, but because he's, he's sharing in general, here's, the, here's some things. And so I've got quite a treasure chest tomorrow morning for those who people who might be in the area of Asheboro want to come to your RE Street. It's West Asheboro Baptist Church. Again, I will be there. Uh, and and how fun it would be to have you in the pew here to share all that we have, all the nuggets that, that God showed me in uh, this idea of the Lord's Prayer. And, and certainly the fruit is, as Ms. Jay pointed out, that if we grow in intimacy if we can get really close with God. It's, it, the more we're intimate, the more we can hold each other's hand, that kind of stuff, that leads to fruitfulness. And, and so we got problems in our relationships. We got problems in, in, in things not or friends that need Jesus, right? The more we get closer to him, the more fruit that we can bear. And, and, and spending time in that closet is, is a great place to be able to do that. So Again, I, I'm just grateful for everybody that listens to this show and, and your prayers and your involvement and what God's doing, because clearly God's going to come to the rescue of Jill. God's going to come to the rescue of Miss J. God's going to come to the rescue of Anne, and, and he's going to come to the rescue of us, right? I mean, that's his deal. Like, he is the Clark Kent, and he doesn't need, I'm just saying, he does not need <laughs> a phone booth. In fact, I heard this amazing John Piper quote that said, you know, a prayerless Christian is like a bus driver that's bus is stuck in the rut and and they're unaware that Clark Kent is on the bus. <laughs> so, you know, as you got a chance to think about that this week, like, man, what an opportunity we all have to come in to that closet and get alone with him and make that happen. So again, I'm so grateful. ChristianCarGuy.com is where all these resources may be. And again, remember... As I always say, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And again, I am so grateful for your prayers, for your involvement, for your listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Thank you.
This is the Truth Network.